Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. I come from a family of being the oldest child of one brother and five sisters with me. And I'm also an uncle for my nieces and nephew. And I've had the honor, believe it or not, that I was able, when I'm in college, to have two new sisters born into the family. One in 1983, and also, of course, prior would be uh, 1980. Anytime new birth came to my family through my sisters or my nieces and nephew, I always had the honor of holding the child for the very first time. And it is a joyful time. But I have to be honest with you, it's not always joyful for me because when I look into that child with great love and they look back at me, the first thing I think of is, who's going to protect you from any harm? Because you're so precious in my hands. You're going to have to deal with bullies maybe, unfortunately, and I can't protect you at every moment. You're going to have to know what heartbreak is. Maybe a boyfriend or girlfriend's going to break your heart and you're going to make you sad. You're going to fail at something. Maybe you're not good with good grades in class or someone's going to reject you or be mean to you. And you're going to have a hardship in life sometimes. And I get very sad and worried to say, who's going to protect them? But yet it doesn't stop me from loving them. But I think it gives all of us the real reality that suffering is part of the world. Not even people who completely follow God and give their lives over to him are immune to suffering. St. Paul, the writer of Romans today, chapter 8, is someone who has suffered greatly for the gospel. If one were ever to look at his life and know the history of it, he experienced rejection, being, having stones thrown at, shipwrecks. He suffered greatly. And yet, one of the most powerful lines today that really touches my heart from Romans is when St. Paul says, I see the sufferings of the present time are as nothing compared to the glory to be revealed. That's a powerful word because we see suffering all the time in many forms and shape. And let's be honest, no one is immune to suffering. We'll avoid it, we try to deny it, but sometimes it comes to us whether it's unjustly given to us or some of the decisions that we make that are wrong suffering comes. But St. Paul tells us something powerful. He says, when we convert to God, in other words, when our life and our direction turns towards God, we gain the first fruits from him, and that's the spirit within us. The spirit that helps us to deal with sin and brokenness. A spirit that says we are loved, and to help us look beyond the current time. Because all we can do is sometimes maybe just see the suffering in front of us and we can't see what's beyond. And that's why Paul's words today are so powerful. The suffering that you and I are experiencing in whatever way at this moment is not forever. Because something greater by God will be revealed to us. We can see that in Isaiah's reading today. He's speaking to a people who are returning back from exile, who've been taken away from their land and are returning back, and they're sad and they're broken, feeling that God had abandoned them. And yet Isaiah uses a powerful image of the Word of God. He says the Word of God isn't just a nice message that we see in a book, and it gives us kind of an inspiration, but rather... The word of God is an event 
It is something that is happening and will happen because God says that. So rather than treating the Bible as a book with good messages that we go to and open up when we feel we need to, Isaiah says that word is alive now. It is an event now. The word for Hebrew for word also is a word that can be translated to the word deed, an action, a deed. So the word isn't just words there. In other words, Jesus puts into action his words. And so Isaiah preaches a beautiful image of hungering and thirsting for the Lord. And that he says that all through this suffering that we've gone through, we will all receive that invitation to the banquet where sin and death will no longer be invited to the table. But what we have to do in dealing with suffer is begin or re-remember that seeing the word of God has to be seen as alive and active now. The more we treat the Bible and scriptures as a nice book with nice sayings that we go to when we need some inspiration is very limiting. Isaiah says it's not just good message. It is an event. It is something that is happening even now as God speaks. So what kind of reception should we be and have in our lives and in our hearts to dealing with suffering and understanding God in our life and his word? We see that in the parable today that Jesus talks about the sower. Boy, the farmers listening at that time were very interested because you throw seeds everywhere. And those who weren't farmers would say, why would you throw the seeds on rocky ground? That's a waste of time. The sower just throws it everywhere. But the farmers understand that when that seed gets into good soil, they're amazed when Jesus says the harvest is going to be tenfold. Wow, we've never heard of that. That's amazing. So they have their attention. So the disciples turn to Jesus and say, why do you keep using parables? Now, remember, parables are messages of stories of Jesus giving that are meant to turn our world upside down. So in other words, when one really loves God, it's seeing the world differently. He says, the peoples whose hearts are like stones, who are not receptive, who, do, who have rocky soil, will never get it. They only understand parables that promotes their blindness and deafness. In other words, one has to have rich soil to be open to what God wants to reveal to us. And so when that seed comes to us, then I think we begin to see God's action working in us. What causes suffering to continue in our lives? Jesus tells us that sometimes we have hearts of stone. That there's not much depth. We don't have much time for God. We don't have much time for spirituality. You know, the amount of time that we put into our spiritual life is very minimal because there's not much depth to it. We come to God when we need him, and then when we're disappointed with God, we walk away. And we say, "Ah, we don't need God as much. So the lack of spiritual depth and love of God is a cause that promotes suffering sometimes. What could also be then is the worries of daily living. Boy, that's, that's our story and my story and yours. That we so easily get distracted because some issues are very important and need our attention. Other issues, not as much, but sometimes we make them more important than we are. Those, when persecution and pushing comes, when people challenge our faith and mock us or attack us for what we believe in all, 
Sometimes we get discouraged, Jesus says, and we get choked up by the weeds. The enticement of wealth that all our being is found in money. And we treat people that way. Well, you should be happy because you got a lot of money from my decisions. Uh, You should be happy because I provided everything this family needs. Because I've given you all the money, you should be happy. Money means happiness. And yet Jesus says, that stuff chokes us up as well. So the soil that we need then is one that is deep and receptive. One that sees the word of God not just as a nice message, but active, alive in our lives. And remember that image that we are all invited to the banquet on that day when sin and death are no longer invited. Boy, sin hurts us, and it hurts other people, and it makes us sad. Death causes much pain in people's lives. And yet, Jesus says, they won't be part of that day. So whatever suffering you and I are going through, whatever isolation we're experiencing right now, whatever fear and anxiety, Romans 8, look it up. Don't treat it as a nice message when Paul says, the suffering of this current time are as nothing compared to the glory that will be revealed to all of us. Just don't think it's a nice message to make you feel good for an hour. It's really happening. It's an event. God follows his words with deeds. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 